with me this morning, so so bear with me. It's going to be a little bit like popcorn because you're going to hear something over here, and then all of a sudden, and then it's going over here. But Tom, when he texted me Friday night, uh, you know, it's interesting um, when the Lord calls you. You know, I'm learning that when He actually calls you, you never feel ready. You never, uh, you never. Uh, are prepared we're prepared but he's you never feel it but it was one of the one of the first times when he texted me that that the orphan in me didn't even like try to pop up to begin to operate because what happens is right we know that we've been crucified with Christ Right, we've been buried in His resurrection. You know, we just had baptisms, but we've been resurrected, and we've, excuse me, we've been buried and resurrected. You know, we're new life in Him, but we're 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 still learning this thing of what it means to live in Him, like to actually live in Christ. And uh, so when he when he texted me that, you know, it's beautiful how the uh, he said the words. You know, I feel like you have something from the heart. Uh, to share because if any any of you that know me have been around me long enough like I I can really care at the end of the day it's just it's just the heart it'll always be about the heart it'll always come back to the heart it'll always it it life you breathe and, and it's and it's it's from the heart the mouth speaks it's from the heart the mouth confesses and so uh I was reading a while back. I wanna, uh, I wanna start Proverbs. Uh, Tom actually referred to it, I think, last week or a couple weeks ago or something. Proverbs sixteen three. I was uh, reminded of this, and um, this is the New King, uh, New King James. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Uh, that word "commit," it actually, uh, if you if you do the little uh, the actual Hebrew when you when you break it down, what it basically means is to uh, to roll away, and it actually gives this description in Hebrew uh, of of a camel actually kneeling down. I don't know if you've ever seen camels when they when they load and unload. Right when people get on, right they go down on all all their knees. You know, and they'll they'll get down for people to get on and off. But when they unload, they're actually packs, right? Because they use camels for for traveling and would load them up. They carry a lot of weight. Obviously, they don't need a lot of water and stuff. But it's like they carry all this weight, and you're able to. You're able to put the burden on the camel, right? And uh, just load it up and they can just do the work for you, right? But this word commit as a picture of, it means galal, to roll. It actually is a picture of a camel getting down, unstrapping the, the burden, the load, and rolling on its, on its side and the weight coming off. And in a while back, just in this process I've been in, right? Because I've been in, uh, you know, we're all in process. We're always all in process. Like, 
if, if you think the point of this life is to arrive somewhere, you've missed it. If you think the point in this life is to arrive somewhere, you've missed it. It's actually, the point of this life is actually to display Him. For Him, the seed in me, like the kernel, Jesus, Christ in me, the actual anointing of heaven hitting my life that brings me to a place of humility where I cannot stand so that the sanctification, the fire of God could rust on me and I would not fight it and remove it, but I would lay it, lay in it until it allowed Jesus to burst forth out of me. Do you think the Father delights in His Son? So he's, he's calling us to become a vessel like that would actually uh, not resist the fire of the Lord. And not resist, uh, you know, I, am, I have like, I have, it hit me this morning. I never realized how much I took for granted holding this microphone until this morning. In the presence of the Lord. This is an honor. And I want to honor you, Tom, and I, I thank this, this community. Whew. That you did not sell, you don't sell people short of what the Father is trying to birth in us. This man is, is one of the most beautiful steadfast and uh, it's the thing he's, he's only after the one thing you know and we've got man I didn't realize how much religion I had in me until you get around the presence of the Lord and he just keeps exposing it and it's not out of shame and condemnation if you feel shame and condemnation, you're listening to the, the father of lies. Yeah. Just stop listening to him. You know, there's we make Christianity, I've made it, and we make it, we still operate in religion so much, we're still basing so many things out of performance. And the Lord is, is stripping performance in this, this thing that works thing out of us. He's, he's trying to remove the works of religion. And uh, right, commit your works to the Lord. So it's this image of the camel, right? When Jesus invites, when, when he makes the statement, you know, uh, you know, take upon my yoke, you know, my, my yoke is easy, my burdens are light. Walk with me, learn from me. He's trying to he's he's inviting us into this place to to lay down before him and allow the things that we've carried to roll off of us so that we would actually write humility actually puts you in right standing with God. So if you want to stand up, lay down. Because if I'm laying down, he doesn't see me. All is standing is Christ in me. So Commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established.
so much of, uh, at least for me, for Scott can attest to this, for several years, uh, I would call him and we'd have these deep conversations, but I would call him and most of them uh, would circle back to thoughts that just would, that was just like the recurring things of my life. And I'm like, why will this stuff, I just like, I've tried this, and I've tried that, and I've, you know, all, and it's just like you just are, thoughts are coming, and, and, and it's, I don't know what to do with all this stuff, because I'm like, some of them are good, and a lot of them are not good, and I'm like, what is going on, I, Jesus, I, I like, I love you, but this does not make sense, why am I having this crazy outlandish thoughts and things, and it's just like, almost uh, tormenting at times, and uh, and and hopefully this will all make sense somewhere down the road. I'm going somewhere, I think. But you know, I've been uh, seven, almost eight years at the at the company that I worked for, and uh, it was an oil and gas firm that we, uh, regardless, on the on the sign it said K Andrews and Company Valuation Services. And at the end of the day, what we did, what I did for a living for almost eight years to earn income was to tell people what their assets were worth, right? And you're talking millions of dollars, billions of dollars of assets, right? And, and year after year, I'm learning how to, how to view and review over and over again thousands of properties and then, and then tell them this is what it's actually worth. You say it's worth this, but no, this is what it's actually worth. This is what you think it is here. No, it's actually worth this, and this is why. And I could go into detail and describe you why it's worth this amount. And it was, I think, five years in when, you know, that's the, that's the other thing about walking with the Lord, walking with the Father. He... He's never, he's, his patience, his, his mercy, right? His mercies are new every morning. Uh, he just allows us uh, to go on the journey. But it was almost five years in, and I was, I was sitting in my office one morning, just kind of, I would always start the day, and I would just kind of wait and, and rest. I wasn't going to get in a hurry. Because I figured Craig Cook, like the first, two years we were gathering houses and stuff we actually he came here we had a meeting downstairs in this building and Craig Cook came up to me after the last service and he said yeah the, he started prophesying over me he said yeah the Lord's about to increase productivity by decreasing your time and I'm like that doesn't make any sense how's productivity going up but time invested is decreasing and uh, but what he released in that moment was was freedom and a seed for me to give my my place of work my off what I did every day to him, knowing that the Lord invite him into that process instead of go to work and do my work and then you know and have my quiet time here and this and that, but that it would he was teaching me how to actually walk with him that I would actually. It would be a, a non-stop, day after day, never on, never off. It's just 
It's just with him, which is everything I wasn't trained growing up. It's church here, meeting here, this and that, and then this is that. And guys, we like to compartmentalize things. So that's why wives, when we're arguing and stuff, we can completely walk away and, and it's over there and it's not touched. And y'all are like, what is it, spaghetti? Where it's like it's just a bunch of never-ending connection. Right, but the Lord is saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm inviting you into this, this process. And five years in, sitting one morning, he, uh, he, he just whispered and I just felt the Father, you know, I was thinking about value and, and he goes, do you know why you're here? And I'm like, I've learned now to just not respond. Because yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, because I know the answers, you know. Uh, so I just asked the question, no, why, Lord? He said, because I've been whispering to you day after day, year after year, for five years, how much you're worth. I've been trying to impart the value of who I created in you from the beginning of time. Because if you'll see yourself how I see you, you'll actually walk as a son. And so, so in this, this, this journey, you know, of, of seven, eight years in this thing of just beginning to scratch the surface of what it is to me to be a son and you know because early early along early on when we uh, started meeting at Eastgate in the house and stuff um, the Lord just started doing some crazy like the gifts of the spirit became real to me for the first time for those of you that don't don't know me I grew up Church of Christ uh, which I I actually, I'm, I'm so thankful for my inheritance. We were talking about inheritance, the inheritance here that you're praying into this morning. Because I know without my inheritance, regardless of what I may believe now, you know, in, you know, in those things, I know had I not had those things imparted into me, you know, it instilled in me this, that his word was true. And I could trust it. You know, when when my life running out in the world, you know, looking for for life, uh, you know, I always would find myself not even knowing why, but I knew if I read this thing, something may be different, something may shift in my heart. And uh, and so I'm that five years in about the Lord imparting. Uh, you know, identity and, and the sonship piece, the value in my heart, uh, you know, I, I felt a, um, a shift of like, oh no, we're going somewhere. But even early on, you know, the, the, Lord will, the Lord will, it's funny how the Lord will give you gifts that you're like nowhere near equipped to handle, but it's just because he's good. Yeah. And it's a gift. Yeah, it's like, I give him my stuff to honor, and I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, but that's just who he is. Like, he'll give us things because he's, he's longing to bring us into this, this communion, this, this fellowship that we were singing about this morning where uh, he's just taking us deeper. But 
he he gave all these gifts to me that I wasn't even really had the, a lot of the character to to uphold. But he's patient in the process of coming back to honor me. I just thank Tom that he never he never and you'll find that with the people in this community, they'll call out your gifts and they'll prophesy your gifts and they'll they'll we'll we'll see you inside and out for who the Lord says. But we actually won't. We're not going to relate to you as a gift. So when you're wanting someone to relate to you by your gift, you've you've missed it again. So we've got to, as the body of Christ, quit relating to each other by gifts. We can acknowledge the gifts. We celebrate the gifts. We, because the Lord, it's a gift. We did not like all the gifts the Lord designed me to carry and walk in. I did nothing to earn them. It's a gift. I didn't go to work for it, I didn't pay for it, nothing. It was just given to me. So we need to stop associating people and by, by our gifts and actually just connect to each other as a family. Just as sons, daughters, fathers, mothers. And uh, and so just honoring you and thanking you that you you know you've you've never uh, you didn't you didn't allow me to just get caught up in the in the gifts. And uh, which uh, there's there's more stories there, but I transition right. I, I feel this 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 thing turning uh, like May of uh, 16, 2016. I I was there and I just I knew in my heart. I walked out the door one afternoon. And I just like okay. I can feel transition. I can feel something changing. Yet I don't like. I'm, I'm learning. I grew up uh, from a wealthy family with stuff all around me. And, and so I'm, th- I'm thankful, you know, um, that stuff has become less enticing because when you, when you have everything uh, and you're not in necessarily lack, it's easy to and, and out of the, the the thing that I was trained and raised in being an athlete and stuff and the performance thing is the tendency is then to take the performance and then, and then attach it to business and then go be the next the next big guy and it's in the in the draw is to right it's it's guys talk about their toys Have you ever heard that or been around conversations where it's it's all the one-up and you know I got this now I got that he gets this, and it's next to this, and he, and it's, and all it is is, is orphan hearts trying to, uh, trying to find value, identity, in and stuff, and it's, and and because I grew up in that kind of culture, I saw the emptiness that it produced, and so it's, it's no, um, the Lord is going to take His time with. as he's done with all of us. And he's trying to teach us how to lay down, to slow down so he can produce what he's looking, he's trying to produce in us. Because I'm a, most of those guys, I'm a doer. I like to make things happen. I like to, you know, if I see a problem, fix it, right? And the Lord's, what does the Lord say? I'm going to show you a problem lay down what do you mean lay down lay down 
Because only there, when we come to that place of surrender in our heart, can we actually see the thing that we've been looking at the whole time, right? I'm speaking as a, as a born-again believer. That thing disappears. You don't see, the, right? My sins are no more. Like, they're, they're gone. So the thing that, that I'm trying, I spend so much effort trying to remove because of performance the Lord, the Lord doesn't. It's gone. It was paid for. It's the, it's the blood of Jesus that that took care of this thing of the orphan heart. Uh, and so I was, I was feeling like uh, Romans, Romans twelve was just like feeling like it's. Um, I just couldn't stop thinking about Romans, Romans twelve, uh, one and two, but basically, basically two. I'm gonna read it out of the out of the uh, Passion Translation. I'm going to read one first. Beloved friends, what should we, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be His sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness and experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. I'm going to read that again. I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifice and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. But be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. I encourage you to surrender yourselves. Surrender is the most genuine expression of worship. If you actually look in Revelation, right, and we, we, if you actually look, it gives us a a very tiny glimpse of of what's happening 24-7. And it's not this weird thing I was taught growing up. It's not boring. It's, it's the most yeah. it's like oh man, I thought heaven was going to be so terrible. It was like, all these, they just sit there and they sing holy, 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 but they sing it with like, I'm surrounded by my grandmothers and like you know it's holy, holy, holy yeah, it's like oh, that this uh But if we actually look, sorry, I almost rabbit trail. Come back, come back. But if we actually look, what's happening in heaven, right? It's just, it's surrender. It's just surrender from from all of creation. It's just surrender. It's the most beautiful expression of worship that I can offer. The, the most beautiful offering I can give is surrender. 
and I know I can attest, my wife would attest that when I surrender, it probably is a lot better for her and with her. <laughs> like, I know I've seen it because uh, when she sees me surrender to Jesus, surrender to the Father, we don't, she doesn't argue about where we're going. She's not concerned about who's protecting her. She's not concerned about her safety for her children. Or, but when you know, when I'm when I choose, because here's the here's the the tough part, right? Because wide is the gate and path that leads to destruction, but narrow is the gate. Narrow is the path is the one that leads to life, and few choose it. It's a lot easier to take a wider path. It's a lot easier to imitate the ideals and opinions of the culture. It's a lot easier, it's a lot more comfortable to to walk my way. Yet it's the most emptying walk you'll ever walk. And you walk into a room in the presence of the Lord, and you're like, (laughs) you can have it all. Because even even all of us, this is what you'll see here, is is the the authentic pursuit. Do you realize in the authentic pursuit, there's like, none of us have got it fully figured out. In the authentic pursuit, no one's like, we missed the mark sometimes. And and when we operate in a religious spirit and out of out of an orphan heart and out of which is performance, when we see people miss the mark, we cast judgment. We we automatically begin to 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 destroy what the Lord is trying to build. Because I'll be I'll be very open and honest, and I know. Um, Hannah and I had every opportunity to walk away from this place. Just like I know every single person sitting in this room and in this chair has. Yeah, if you don't, you will. Like, the Lord is not a slave master with a whip and and a chain around our necks dragging us into this thing. It's always been about surrender and the choice to walk with Him. It'll always be about the choice to walk with Him and then walk with each other. And and so in this in this in this process I've been in with the transition of work, it's just been a it's been a challenge because anytime you know it's like. I've been somewhere eight years. I mean, my schedule set. My like, sh- I mean, we know there's not any like, there's not anything kind of from left field that that can happen week to week. I mean, I plan out my week. It's come and go as I need to. Like, it's nice. Like, everything's comfortable. You know, like don't mess with my comfort, Jesus. It's like, do you want do you want to be transformed? 
by the renewing? Do you want to be transformed? Do you want reformate? Do you want a total reformation? You know, and it's beautiful how the Lord, you know, I, I love that we're such a dreaming, prophetic community because it's like, it's just like, there's so many tools in heaven. Like, Father, you know, I'm, I'm actually in construction type work now. And so I just see, it's like, I'm on a job site and and there's just, guy, there's just guys everywhere. And I mean, there's, it's like, I feel like I'm, back old school watching Home Depot and I've got like access to every tool that I ever want. It's just like there's all these tools, you know, and, and I'm so thankful that the Lord has has given us, right, these tools, these things to, He doesn't leave us, He doesn't abandon us, He doesn't say, you know, here you go, good luck. You know, He doesn't, He's just not that way. He's like, I'm going to give you tools all along the way, I'm going to leave you you know, I'm, I'm going to leave you things. I'm going to give you things that that will help you, right? What's the point of the body of Christ, the fivefold ministers, the equip? Well, if it's going to equip, you need some tools to equip. And uh, and so along the process, you know, I had some... Uh, well, it all, it all started, and I'm going to share just a little bit of this. I think it'll be... I think it's for someone in here, but... Uh, I wasn't, so I'll just, I'm just going to be honest, I was in a terrible place, like in my heart, just frustrated, like, this is probably, I'm just trying to get my months or so mixed up right now, it's probably in the beginning of the year, when did you go, when did, when was Ardmore, is that like, that was the beginning of the year, to Oklahoma, Ardmore, that was like the beginning of the year, yeah. sometime at the beginning of the year, and uh, we, we had showed up uh, to church one morning, and uh, just not. I was like, I just ain't having it today. Sorry. Like I'm. If you, I'm. I'm learning. Like I'm just in a wealthy culture, and, and kind of the culture I grew up in was so fake that I'm just like I'm over fake. I don't slang screw fake. I don't. <laughs> it drives me nuts. I'm like you're 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 standing in front of me, and you're like what you're presenting to me is not real at all. Just be real, like. Not gonna be offended. I'd rather just you be real than than try to give me something that like is just worthless. And uh, so I was kind of in that place, like, yeah, I'm not very happy before I'm at. What's going on? And any of this stuff. And uh, so I'm just telling you because it's where I was. And uh, we have the meeting and everything goes through. And, and and then at the very end, Tom's like, oh yeah, by the way, can y'all pray for me? I'm going to Ardmore, Oklahoma. And so y'all prayed for him. And uh, <laughs> so y'all prayed for him. And then I went home. And then I, a lot of times Sundays, I won't even touch my phone. Like, I like to just family and kids. So I don't touch my phone until it's like 9 o'clock at night or so. And I go over and, and I hit my phone and I have a missed call. And I look down and it's an unknown number. But you know how... You know, iPhones now, it'll actually tell you where the location, where the call is from. And I get, I'm sure y'all do, you get calls from just random stuff at times. And, uh, or like 1-800 numbers a lot of times. But I look down and hit the deal and it opens an unknown number. And where is it from? Ardmore, Oklahoma. Like, 
interesting. Ardmore's calling. So I screenshot it and I send it to Tom. And he's like, I think you're supposed to go. And I'm like, and, and here begins the process of, I know in my heart the Lord is saying, you need to go to Ardmore. But I'm doing everything to be a stubborn camel and carry the burden. And so I go to bed and I and I have a dream. That's the funny thing. So the Lord will speak and then he'll give you a dream and then he'll do and so so then I have this dream and I'm not going to tell you the whole dream, but it's a very profound dream and I'm standing on a street at the beginning of it in a cul-de-sac never seen before and I know uh, there's people calling me into like waiting on me like everybody's ready to go into this this house restaurant thing they're waiting on me to go and and I finally make the decision to go and go through uh, and I step uh, into the house it turns into this restaurant and then I come out the back there's a waterfall it like exfoliates my skin and I step through the back of the house onto the most beautiful place I've ever been like on the beach waterfall falling behind me and the waves are crashing in I'm in this cove and I'm just taking in beauty like I've never physically seen with my eyes like in that kind of kind of way and then I wake up and uh, I go to work the next morning I uh, I'm a ponderer like I'll be like a cow that's, we say chew the uh, chew the coat or whatever it is and it's just like mole over it just I just ingest things a lot of times with the Lord and I just I'll spend all day just like you know, even if it's Sunday morning, I just, I want to meditate. If he, if I feel him speaking something to me in the morning or saying something, like, why do I need to be in a hurry to go do anything else? So when you're, when the Lord is giving you things, like, just wait, like, just chew on it. Because if he's revealing something, right, he's, he's inviting you in to go somewhere with him on an adventure. So I... I go to work, and I've been, I immediately, after I've been there for a few minutes, I'm like, I've been researching this, uh, this marathon I've been wanting to run next year called the Big Sur Marathon. It's in California. And, uh, uh, and I literally, I two days prior to research this stuff. And so I go in, and I'm just like, is there even such a thing as a, a waterfall on a beach? Like, I didn't. Is that even pot like literally landing on the on the edge of the water and I'm like, I don't even know if that's real. So I type it in and it pops up uh, Google pictures and the very first picture when I see it, it's like, Hey, I was there last night. Like literal, like I see it and I'm like, that was it. Like I was there. And I and when I click it, because it doesn't have you know the pictures on and I click it and where is it? Big Sur, California. And I'm like, okay. And now I'm like, my heart's starting to race. And I'm like, I text Hannah and she's like, Joshua was three months old, at the, like not even three months. He's like two months old, you know, our second kid. And I'm busy at work and I'm like, I don't want to go. She doesn't want me to go. Like she doesn't be, you know, two month old plus our other, plus our daughter. And it's like, she doesn't want me to go. I need to work. And so I'm just arguing. And I'm like, I, th- I think I'm supposed to go, but 
She's like, I am too, but I don't want you. And I'm like, yeah. So I text Tom, like, not going. And I'm like, hey, can I say something? Yeah. So, there's so so he sends me the the phone number on, um, you know, text message. Well, Andy Rudd, they're they're um, Andy and Jamie. They have a, a work very similar to ours in Ardmore, and just a precious precious couple, and uh, a lot of similarities. So I sent it to him. And he was, and you know, Andy being the person that it's kind of like you can take it to the next level. So he does a, he searches the phone number to find out where is the phone, like where does it go to? Well, he messages me back. He says he tied the number back to a house. Okay, so check this out. So the number that, that called him is actually the house next to where they used to live in a cul-de-sac. And anyways, it just got, it, it just kept getting more and more God and more and more heavy. And it was like, I, every time he says this, I'm like, this is it, such a powerful and awesome way. Like, just how great God is. Anyways, I wanted to share that part. <laughs> yeah. And so I, uh, I look it up and then I see the waterfall. I, I see his big sir. And, and I was, uh, you know, it's like, why do you want to run a marathon? Well, a marathon, a lot of time, right? Paul talks about, I've run the race and I've finished what, like, it's the journey of life. Like, and, uh, and I was currently, like, on my journey, like, I feel like I'm in the middle. I've ran a couple marathons. Hannah's ran one. And there's a point in a marathon where you get to where you're like, I want to quit. No more. My hips are killing me. My ankles, my feet, like, Jonathan's run some long runs. There's times where you're like, your head is telling you, like, you are an idiot. Why are you doing this? Like, nothing feels good at all. And and that's where I'm, like, internally in my heart, I've been in that, like, I do not feel, like, in a great place. And uh, and then my computer crashes. And I'm like, ugh. And I start it up crashes four times back to back to back to back and every time I crank it up I'm like I'm gonna get some work done I need to get some work done I just texted Tom like not going four times by the fourth time I'm like whatever like I text Tom like have you left yet no leaving in an hour I'll see you at your house like uh, literally just shut down my computer I didn't even say anything. I just got up and walked out of my office. And and I get in the car and, and we start going to Ardmore, Oklahoma. And uh, we get up there and, and he, he does a teaching at like their ministry school that night. And it's, and it's, I mean, there's nothing like, everything's great, but it's like the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm like, the only thing in my heart is why am I here? Like, why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? And no answer. Then I go to bed, and it's like I'm expecting like a visitation from an angel. Like I'm expecting something just you know something crazy's got to happen, right? Like Lord, I followed you here. I need something like I need something beyond the normal ways you talk to me, you know. And wake up, nothing. We actually minister to some of the like they have a, an actual kids like 12 k through 12 school minister to the students and stuff and and then done and by now i'm looking at my watch like it's like i gotta go like i need to get back to my office i need to get work done like pronto like not saying anything but 
we need to go. And then the pastor, Andy, walks over and is like, hey, meet me in the office. I'll be over back in like 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm kidding. I'm going to wait another, and then it's going to be another half hour, you know, and then it's going to, you know, it's like, I'm like, you work today. And uh, so we go in and sit down, and, and then he walks in, and he goes, he, I mean, literally walks in. He sits down, and he's sitting kind of across from me, and then he just looks at me, and then he just starts to prophesy. And I'm like, and, and the words that start coming out of his mouth are, are all the things that, like, we had been. You know when the prophetic word hits you, and it's like, were you involved in my previous 12 conversations with my wife only? Like, you know, and that's what it is. And it's, it's just that it's the word, right? He sends forth his word, like, in the beginning, he breathed. He, he spoke things into existence. And so he comes in moments in your life and he will breathe. He will speak. He will send his word forth that, that literally takes like the, I used to think, you know, he makes the crooked path straight. Like the Lord coming in and like taking all the, you know, windy things out. But he, but he doesn't. Like my life with Jesus looks like. You know, like it looks like a dance. Like it, it's just how he goes. But when, when we want, when I, when I wander, uh, or feel like I'm wandering, he sends his word that like drives, you know, my heart like a like a flint, like it drives something into me, into like sets things in order. And so that word comes, and at the at the very end of it, and he says, "Yeah." And there's I see three businesses around you, like. Uh, there's three businesses that it's the only thing necessary for where I'm going, and uh, and so and as soon as he that happened, I was like, okay, that was, you know, that's why you sent me here. And uh, we get in the car, we come back. Two days later, I have the first meeting with um, with the company, the guy I'm working for now, and I go in and. And I just I have like a two and a half three hour conversation with the CEO of this company, and uh, but at the end, like at the end of like two and a half hours, and I'm just I'm just telling where am I in life, what's going on, and uh, you know not even necessarily pursuing. I'm not asking him for a job. I'm just like I've done this already with a couple other guys, uh, like business owners, wealthy men that I just that I, I favor with and know and I just sat down and just would talk to him. And um, and then at the very end of the conversation he looks at me and goes, Oh yeah, and by the way, I don't have one company. I have three. Come on. Come on. And and he basically offered me a better offer like he he, he laid he laid things out it was like basically everything you know it's just it was better in just a, a ton of different ways even in a, in a natural sense but it's like I've I'm learning that um, those things do not matter but when he said I have three the prophetic word in me leaped like um, you know Mary uh you know, when she goes to Elizabeth and Elizabeth goes, you know, 
Jesus, Mary's carrying Jesus, Elizabeth is carrying John the Baptist, and they show up, and Elizabeth goes, whoa. The baby in me just leaped like something just happened. And I knew in that moment when he said that, that the, the word of the Lord leaped inside of me. I don't have any other confirmations, but I have the word of the Lord. So he's inviting us into this place of dependence on him where in the natural, my life is going to drastically change. Like everything I've known for eight years is different. It's going to come with, with challenges, with hardships, with, with all these other things that we're going to encounter. But I have the word of my father. So it's like even in the midst, like as a as a husband leading my family, like as as we lead, as you lead your heart, all I need is the word of my father. Like, which is so different than the way of the world, the the ideals, the opinions of men, the thoughts of men. The thoughts of men will destroy your life. The thoughts of men will destroy my life because they do not know the ways of heaven. They don't, they don't think, they do not think like heaven thinks. And he's trying to bring, not just, I'm sharing this because he's bringing all of us. I know Jonathan, Tom, like he's bringing a people that do not operate by the ways of the world. That do not think like the world thinks. It's a total reformation. You wanna, you wanna start getting people offended. Start talking. Start messing with the way they think. Yeah. You know, like if you wanna get under some feathers, start just kind of throwing some things out there that kind of challenge where that where are they at, where they're what they're thinking is. You know, but the Lord, the Lord is doing this right because where am I going? So I spent eight years. Sonship, value, 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 who you are, who you are, who you are. Like, just all the deliverances and all the stuff. I like, I'm not afraid of people telling me, like, I've been delivered a bunch of times. Like, you know, I need more, sign me up. Like, I am not afraid. Like, why would I be afraid of being delivered of something? Like, he, he wants me to be free. He's not going to force me into freedom. Wow. He's going to invite me into it. Wow. He's going to invite me, but he's, he's waiting on my yes. It was like when I hit the ground this morning, it was like yes was just coming out of my mouth. Like yes, yes, yes. I don't even know what I'm saying yes to. I'm sure I'll find out down the road. <laughs> He'll remind me like, Oh yeah, that was that moment when <laughs> I'm like, but you didn't describe any of this to me. You didn't tell me how any of this was gonna happen. He's like, but it's okay. You gave me your heart. Yes. It's always it's always looking for. And so, so he he sends me to this place that is gonna be uh, change my whole my whole life as I know it and how I've known it. 
but I know he's he's leading because I feel like um, a key, you know, it's funny, is like it was like five years into uh, kind of the Lord revealing why he sent, why I was even in the job I was in. And then this one, I, I've, I've known, he's, he said, I'm sending you here for a purpose. And so my eyes are like, my ears, everything is open, like I'm looking, Lord. But I know a piece of that is because he says it's time to build. I'm going to be a, a contractor overseeing um, a $36 million project building, you know, 400 massive apartments, seven units, you know, building these things. And he said, because I can build upon a firm foundation. Jesus Christ, the cornerstone, the rock. This, like he he ha, he takes us to the place of sonship, to to firm up some things. That's where all the underground work. Like I'm learning, I'm gonna literally learn every aspect of what it means to actually build something. And it's like, you don't start with the finish. You start with the dirt. What did he do when he breathed the breath of life? He got down. Father got down, and he wow. said. I'm going to touch you with my own hands. I'm going to create you as my son from the very ground. And then he starts digging the, the, the pipes. He starts digging down. He doesn't go up. Like even in the building of this project, this, the amount we're going to have to go probably 30 to 40 feet down before we even think about going up. Because of the capacity of the buildings, the weight of the buildings. It has to be done correctly. I'll be double checking every single every single contractor that we sub out, every single step of the process, I'll be following behind to make sure so that when it's completed, there's nothing that's been left out. What is Father, what is he doing with us? He's digging down so that there's nothing that's that's left out. That when he builds He's not, he's using us to build. We are the building, right? We are, he's, he's building us, but he has to, he strips things down. He digs down deep. Will you, will you let me do the underneath work? Will you do, will you let me do the work that no one will ever see? No one will ever talk about. No one will even no one will use, but will you let me do the work? And so I feel like this morning, that's the, the invitation, is the, is the laying down, the committing my works to the Lord. Committing my, my life to the works of heaven, right? So that His thoughts would be established. See, I've, I'm learning that heaven thinks from the heart. As a man thinketh in his heart. Most people think you think right here. What you truly think is not in your head, it's in your heart. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. 
So the Lord is, is commit, he's, he's trying to invite us and commit your works to me and I will establish your thoughts. I want to be established in the thoughts of heaven. I want my life to be established in the thoughts of heaven. Uh, I'm going to pray, pray here in a second. But I was going to, I actually saw, um, I saw roots growing out. I thought, I thought it was wings at first, like coming out of your back, like deep. But they were actually like roots. But I saw them coming out, out out of your back down behind and they just kept going it was like uh, what was the movie uh, maybe it's Jumanji there's like this one part where like the vines come in and it is like vines you can't stop them like when they start going they're going and I felt like the the roots like they're already busted forth but they're going deep like what the Lord is doing in you he's establishing like crazy deep roots right and i'm like why are they coming out of his back and he's like because the work i'm doing is is it's it's unseen it's all the things in the unseen realm that he's he's digging deep deep roots like and they are i just i just felt like they were carrying like not i was it's just like a just an abundance of like fruit would be produced like out of these roots like they were just they were all like being illuminated like different colors like I don't even know if it's possible for a tree to produce like multiple fruits but I felt like out of one out of one tree would produce all these different fruits like it's a it's a I don't know it's a weird word but it feels like out of the one is is many like but it's coming from behind you like it's already it's already growing and just to keep what like what you're doing where you are just like stay i just feel like just remain because it is like um it's it's almost because they're growing that's almost pushing it's like as the roots grow they push you up like they're pushing you forward like as you allow as roots are are growing they're actually extending you forward. So like the depth is actually leading you uh, in the process. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for, uh, I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for your heart. That you first loved us. That you first ran ran after us you first gave the invitation you that you've made all things new that you made a way Lord that we would not that we would not strive in this thing that we would not strive for your ways but that it would be a, a life surrender a life surrendered, Lord. Father, I thank you that you, what you've started, Lord, that you will bring to completion. Lord. The work you have begun, even even here in this place, Lord, that there are just measures and measures and measures being poured out. Even like the, the, the popcorn, the kernel, Father, just as we meet in this place, it would be just in, like the, 
just oil being poured over and over. Just even as hearts step into this room, it would get hit with the anointing, the oil of heaven. Lord, and that your fire is welcome here. That your fire to, to compress, to squeeze, is welcome in this place. That you would bring forth your word in this in this place, in the city, and fathers and, and mothers and sons and daughters, Lord, and young and old, Lord, that that we are all we are all necessary. Father, you you are after the one. You you have something for all of us, Lord. thank you that we can trust your ways. Lord, I can trust where you're leading me, where you're leading us. That we can rest in the assurance of, of who you are, not who we think you are, but who you truly are. Lord, would you renew our minds this morning, that we begin to think like heaven again. The original design, the original intent. That our minds would actually birth original ideas once again. That we wouldn't settle for replication, we wouldn't settle for for the ways of the world, the things that we can see but we would contend for the, the ways of heaven to, to illuminate and, and to lighten up our hearts. Lord, I thank you for these things in Jesus.